Welcome to a day of prayer. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Together, let's engage in relationship with Christ through prayer, faith, and His Word. Good morning and welcome. You're listening to a day of prayer's morning Bible study. My name is LaCharles, and we're so glad you could join us. However, before we get into the word, let us open up in prayer. Lord, we just thank you for today, Lord. We just thank you for the joy that you have placed inside of our lives, Lord. We just thank you for the people that you have placed inside of our lives as well, Lord. And Lord, we just thank you that you know all things, Lord, and know what each and every one of us needs, Lord, and when we need it. Lord, we just thank you for your Holy Spirit, Lord, who reveals to us, Lord, the things that we need to know, Lord, and gives us understanding of the scriptures, Lord, so we can apply them as you meant for them to be applied, Lord. We just thank you for all these things. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 In Jesus' name, amen. And amen. Well, good morning and welcome, everyone. So good to have you with us as we continue to study the word of the Lord together so we can grow in him and in our faith, developing that unshakable faith that the Lord desires that we each have. So this morning we are in Hebrews chapter 11, continuing our study, and we will be covering verses 23 through 29. So can I get a volunteer to read that section of scripture, please? I will. All right, promise? By faith, Moses, when he was born, was hidden three months by his parents because they saw he was a beautiful child, and they were not afraid of the king's command. By faith, Moses, when he became of age, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter, choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the passing pleasures of sin, esteeming the reproach of Christ greater than riches than the greater riches than the treasures in Egypt, for he looked to the reward. By faith he forsook Egypt, not fearing the wrath of the king, for he endured as seeing him who is invisible. By faith he kept the Passover and sprinkling of the blood, lest he who destroyed the firstborn should touch them. By faith they passed through the Red Sea as by dry land, whereas the Egyptians, attempting, attempting to do so, were drowned. Amen. So, mm-hmm. as is our custom, the floor is open to give each of you the opportunity to share what Holy Spirit is speaking and ministering to you, and... To ask any questions that you have. So who would like to begin? I would. All right, Layla. So when considering the subject of faith and building it, we have to remember that if, as long as we're concerned with everybody else's approval and everybody else saying what we're doing is okay and them giving us or condoning our behavior, then it's very difficult and hard for you to maintain the course of the Lord because most times the not most times every time the world and i mean the world as in those who are following the adversary they tell lies and they try to deviate you from the path of righteousness and as we spoke about in the um the previous episode that we did concerning what we talk about that the speaking and the actions we can our stance entirely so instead of having the spiritual authority we're supposed to have over the adversary and being able to navigate and do the work god asks us to do we're now subjugated to him because we don't have the 
um, we relinquished our authority that the that the Lord Jesus bestowed upon us when that we were given once we accepted Jesus as our Lord and Savior. So we're looking at Moses, and verse twenty four says that when he became of age, he refused to be called the the essentially Pharaoh's grandson, and and that's important. So while he was you know, being raised and he was little, he did live in the palace. But when he had full knowledge and could understand and make his own decision, could make his own commitment before the Lord, he chose to do that and forsook it all. He didn't say, well, I'll keep a little bit of Egypt. I'll, I'll try to put my toe here and get my other foot here for the Lord. No, he, he went all out for, for the Lord's plan. And that required diligent effort to build his faith and his trust and his reliance on him. Should Moses have been quaking in his boots and been doubtful, doubting what the Lord said concerning the sprinkling of the blood over the door, then he would have suffered the same fate or the others would have suffered the same fate that the Egyptians did when the destroyer came and got the firstborn. Because if you think about it, the, the, rubbing of blood on the doorpost doesn't really stop anything but it only did because that's what the lord commanded and said to do in that situation now if you go back and read the story they had to do certain things like eat the lamb none of it could remain till morning nobody's supposed to go out of the door till morning you know there was some other instruction but they can't you can't get to the further instruction if you fail to complete what's already been given to you so Everything that we do, every task that the Lord asks us to do requires faith, whether you think it should or not. That's just how the kingdom operates, and that's how the Lord himself operates. There's nothing that he does, as you mentioned in the previous episode, Mommy, where he talks and his words are impotent. They have no power. They're just meaningless. And he's just saying it just because he likes the way the syllables sound in the sentence. All of it's important and all of it has a purpose and he's very intentional about what he does. And because we are his sons and his daughters, we should be intentional about what we do as well. Moses was intentional about what he did and for the most part was intentional about what he didn't do. Yeah, he made some mistakes and he had some errors, but he asked for forgiveness and he didn't let that stop him from pursuing God, from having faith in God and from growing from that point where Mm -hmm. the where the Lord had to chasten him constantly to you see it's um, there's some time between, you know, the discipline that has to be given. So we should be growing in the same manner as well. There sh- we should be able to carry on the work that the Lord asked us to do because that's what he expects from his children, just like natural parents expect that of their children. Mm-hmm. So I love what you had to say. And let's connect some things to the previous episode, right? We were speaking about this, this legacy, this inheritance, right? From faith being passed down to generations. Okay. Yes. So yes, this is the heroes of faith chapter. And we are currently reading about the life of Moses, but there's something that we have to recognize. If, if certain people did not have faith, there would have been no Moses, except for by the Lord's hand, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. Each person had to put their faith into action. And I mean, by each person, there is multiple. Yes, clearly his parents, Amram and Yochabel, right? Mm-hmm. But even prior to mentioning them, there was uh, Shafira and Pua. 
the maidservant or midwives, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But it says very plainly about them, the Lord, they believed in the Lord and the Lord provided homes for them, right? Mm-hmm. And then in the life of Moses, his parents, they had, well, another child later, Aaron, which is Moses' brother, right? Yes. But they, in faith, hid Moses in spite of Pharaoh, right? And his command for three months. That's an extensive period of time, especially with an infant, a newborn. Mm-hmm. And then, in faith, gave him to the Lord. Put him in the, uh, I'll say, in the water, uh, in the raft, uh, raft. In the little basket on <laughs> the water. Thank you, yes, in mm-hmm. the basket, thank you. And and sent him down, down the river. He was hidden in the reeds, right? And they sent his sister to watch over and see what happened. And the Lord provided miraculously every time and with every step that someone took in faith. So, Mm -hmm. yes, when we look at Moses, it's a life that would not have even happened except for by people utilizing their faith. And you see that passed down. And then now we get to the life of Moses and the ways that the Lord used him to glorify the Lord and to bring about the deliverance for his people. And it makes the story that much, if you will, story, the life of Moses that much sweeter when we understand it because we understand the Lord's hand in all of it. And we understand the inheritance that was absolutely passed down, that legacy of faith. Right? Did not come in the traditional sense of, if you will, saying a blessing over them, right? It came with action in this case. And you also see that demonstrated in the life of Moses. It was one of action, but it was also him growing in that faith. And as one of the first things that said about Moses throughout his life, right? That he was very humble but also that he walked with God, right? And spoke with the Lord as a friend, right? Yes. Yes. And in a similar manner and fashion to Jesus, he said only what the Father had commanded him to say when he came out from the tent of meeting and would speak to the people. And so much so that that it was told to him, I'll raise up a prophet just like you from the midst of the people. That's an honor. (laughs) You know what I mean? So understanding, again, just to, we'll continue, if you will, from the previous episode. Understanding the need to guard our faith, but also to utilize it as the Lord commands and is leading us. So we can also leave it as a legacy for the future generations. Mm -hmm. Promise you had something? Yes, mommy. Okay, go ahead. And dad, as you're speaking, the Lord was reminding me of how that faith is ultimately based on our love for God. We can see inside of, I'm going to go through a series of points, so please be patient. Um, we can see in verse 30, 23, I'm sorry, where it says, and, that, and they were not afraid of the king's command. Then skipping down to verse 27. 
By faith he forsook Egypt, not fearing the wrath of the king. Then we shall go to First John. First um, John, seven through nineteen. Seventeen through nineteen. Sorry. Which chapter? Sorry, First John four, seventeen through nineteen. Okay. Thank you, sir. You're welcome. God has been perfect. Sorry, love has been perfected among us in this, that we may have boldness in the day of judgment, because as he is, so are we in this world. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear, because fear involves torment. But he who fears has not been made perfect in love. We love him because he first loved us. So we can see here that all of our faces all of our faith is entirely balanced on our love for God. If we do not love God, we won't have regard for what he's trying to do. Mm-hmm. That you brought up the midwives. It said that they feared God. Mm-hmm. And that they had regard for what he was doing. And their love for him overruled their fear for everything else. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember where quite it is. But it talks about how that do not fear people who can destroy the body. But rather mm-hmm. people... But rather, God who can destroy both the body and the soul in hell. We'll throw them both in hell. Amen. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's definitely in the Gospels. I'll look it up for you. Carry on, sweetheart. Thank you, Mommy. Mm-hmm. And so as we walk with God, we should be constantly perfecting our love inside of him. Instead of trying to look at the things that he provides, but rather loving God from a genuine place. And by that, by loving God, by that, I mean allowing God to minister to us completely, whereas we love God for what, for him, just because he's God, not because of anything else. Amen. Uh, Matthew ten twenty eight says, And do not fear those who kill the body, but cannot kill the soul, but rather fear him who is able to destroy both soul and body in hell. Amen. Thank you, Mommy. You're welcome. Okay, so I wanted to bring up, um, as we've been, you know, pacing through Hebrews 11, we see a a long stop on Abraham. You know, we just spent quite a few scriptures reviewing his faith and then, you know, kind of paced through a couple of other people. Then we got to Moses and we kind of have a lengthy description of his walk with the Lord. And we had talked about having consistency and enduring in our faith walk especially where there's a a significant time period between joseph and moses mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and i also want to just stop and, and talk here for a minute when we're concerning our faith um faith begins where the will of god is known and sometimes we walk and we are not aware of what god is doing And it's not because God has hidden it from us, per se. It's just because we're not paying attention. But when we stand back and look at Moses's life in particular and kind of zoom out, we can see the intentionality of God and his very um, upbringing and the faithfulness of God in order to understand for our lives, God has given us everything that we need to grow up into who he's asked us to be. He's made all the necessary connections in our path. He's made all the um, necessary connections of thoughtfulness to get us to the right place. And even preparation seasons when we don't 
really think of him as in that way. And so just looking at Moses's life real quick, him being brought up, brought up in um, Pharaoh's household, you know, some might say, well, that was because he was going to talk with them later. But I would encourage you to consider it maybe this way. Pharaoh, I mean, Moses was accustomed to talking to people who were powerful. Amen. And so when it came to being in the presence of God, even though Pharaoh is no comparison, he thought himself as God, right? And he could have someone's life ended at the snap of his fingers if that's Mm -hmm. what he decided. And Moses had to build a comfort level and a confidence level to be able to speak with him on any regard because there was no, um, no one who was not subject to Pharaoh's power, right? Yes. And then you look at, you fast forward and he had some lumps and bumps along the way, but when the spectacular happened in the burning bush, he wasn't afraid to talk with God, right? He might've been, you know, a little bit nervous about it, but then you see him totally engulfed and immersed in the presence of God with boldness and confidence that you would say is very different than how the rest of the children of Israel felt about the Lord. They're like, oh no, he's too terrible. He's too much to talk to us. Just make him stop. Tell He can tell you and then you can tell us. And they were afraid to draw near. But even in the preparation of how God brought his life about, had all the necessary ingredients or components that were required to get Moses to the place that God desired for him to be for the purpose that God desired for Moses to carry out. So Moses's life began with faith, the faith of his parents, like a a supernatural story. And then he had to learn how to reside and abide in the presence of power. Right. And then he had to learn how to come out and go in. He had to learn how to function and operate. And, um, do whatever was needed to be done for his, you know, daily life and capacity. And while God did not intend for him to be subject to Pharaoh as the, the end all be all the culmination of Moses's journey, God prepared him to be able to walk with God in a way that was required for the mission that God had for his life. So I, I'm bringing that up to say that we should be encouraged that if God was able to do all of that, how much more so can he do with us? Amen. And that we should trust him to work out the the details even of our lives. And no one is small and insignificant before God, but we have all the more reason to trust and let our faith arise in him, in his plan, in his purpose, in the way that he brings things about. Moses could have said, oh man, my life is so bad. They sent me in a bush up the river, in a basket <laughs> up the river. My mama put me in the water and I was born in the worst time in history. Babies were being cut out of the womb and being ordered to be killed. And he could have complained on all of those points and felt Had sad for himself. Mm-hmm. But yet he let his faith arise instead, even when he made mistakes and, you know, hugely or royally messed up in front of God and, and things of that nature. He let his faith arise even still and allowed himself to be restored before the father to be able to stand and dwell and live in his presence. And Joshua got to oversee that and start partaking of that inheritance as well. And that courage to stand in the presence of power, the power, the ultimate power, which is God, right? No one can see his face and live. No one else has that claim. And even if they tried to, they're a liar. That was reserved solely for our Lord and Savior, for, for the Godhead, Father to God. Um, and, you know, d- just being encouraged in that regard as well concerning our faith. Charles, you had something? Yes, Mommy, I did. 
What the Lord was showing me and that we have to understand as well, and that this is something promise you mentioned, that it was ultimately Moses' love for the Lord. We have to realize that growing up in Pharaoh's palace, he was exposed to idols all day long. Mm -hmm. It wasn't the Lord they were worshiping. They were worshiping all sorts of other things. The Pharaoh was an idol himself because he purported himself to be God. Yes. Mm -hmm. So we see that Moses had to willingly make the decision and the choice. This wasn't just something that because his parents were worshiping the Lord that he decided to go into Mm -hmm. and follow. But it was a love for the Lord himself that led to it. Um. And I know this talks about, um, they talk about an Acts and how he said he thought the people would know that he was deliver, the deliverer from the Lord. They would understand it. Yes. Mm-hmm. And just understanding even inside the moment how the Lord can use us when we aren't conscious of him, but he prefers when we acknowledge him. We can go much further when we're actively and mm-hmm. aware and awareness cooperating with him. Yes. Mm-hmm. Intentionally walking with the Lord works so much better. Just like the Lord is intentional. And, but, or I'll say it in this way, the only way that we will have that revealed to us or be able to understand it, see it, hear it, is if we are walking with the Lord, not of our own, I'll say, mm-hmm. will, right? Or with yes. our own understanding, but allowing the Lord to minister to us and reveal those things to us. Because what you said, Charles, is very similar to how they treated our Lord and Savior, who is and was and is God. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes. Yes. They did not understand the point, the purpose, the role that Jesus had during his time of ministry here on the earth. Mm-hmm. So in a similar vein or fashion, right, as a type and shadow, you saw that through Moses. He, Moses thought they would understand. But we find as we continue to read through Scripture, they did not understand because they were not hearing the Lord. And even in what Joshua said to them, right? You cannot serve God and other gods. They said, and the people said, even after they had entered into the land, right? Oh, we'll serve the Lord too, or we'll serve God too said, no, 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 you can't do that. You have to pick one, either the one true living God or whatever else you choose to serve as a God. Mm-hmm. And the message is no different for us today. Yes. So, yes, the Lord is intentional concerning his plans and his purpose. We too must be intentional towards the Lord. Mm-hmm. Amen. 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 All right. Let's pause there for today. And with that, can I get a volunteer to close us out in prayer, please? I will. All right, LaCharles. Lord, we just first thank you for the love that you showed us, Lord, that you loved us first, Lord, and that we didn't come to you, but you came to us and drew us near to you, Lord. Lord, we also just thank you for the grace and the mercy that you have supplied to us throughout our whole life, Lord, that you have been gracious to us, Lord, to Help us pass the places where we made mistakes, Lord, to help us grow more inside of you, Lord. Lord, we also just thank you that you have given us that same grace, Lord, that we can show it to others, Lord, and that we can be a blessing to those who are around us. We thank you for all these things. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' almighty name, amen. And amen. We love you. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. Want to know more about a day of prayer? 
Sign up for our newsletter where you'll get the latest updates on the ministry, inspiring messages, and coupon codes for the merch shop. Visit our website, adayofprayer.org. Click on connect in the menu bar and complete the form. Be sure to check the box that says subscribe. Thank you for listening to A Day of Prayer. We trust the Lord that you are strengthened and encouraged in your relationship with Christ. Visit us on our website, adayofprayer.org, where you can check out our blog, find additional study resources, or shop the official A Day of Prayer store. Remember, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. So until next time, take care and God bless you.